0: You're listening to the Inside the Shoe Podcast, presented by Land of Ten. I am the one who knocks. And now here's your host, Kyle Lamb. Good Tuesday, everybody. Welcome back to the Inside the Shoe Podcast, presented by LandOf10.com. I am your host, Kyle Lamb. A good Tuesday. It is Cavaliers, a nine point winner over Boston Celtics in the Eastern Conference Finals, game four. As the Cavs have tied the series up 2-2 going back to Boston. Good news uh, for the Cavaliers and Cavaliers fans. As the LeBron James Imitational, otherwise known as the Eastern Conference Finals, uh, it's still going through Cleveland. It's still going through specifically LeBron until we see otherwise. But hopefully the the Cavs can win Game 5 and uh, maybe wrap things up in Game 6 in Cleveland. We'll see what happens there. Uh, So got something i want to talk about i've talked about this before but let's talk about it again one quote that stands out from a great ryan ginn article uh being up on land of 10.com on monday and that is quote i'm glad he's michigan's problem now that is from pocatello idaho century high school head coach travis hobson speaking about defending and trying to uh trying to guard Tommy Tugiai on a yearly basis with his high school, uh, trying to face Tugiai. And look, Tugiai, I've, I've talked about him so often on this show. I compared him to John Simon. He really looks like a disruptive force. And this article that Ryan wrote is, you got to read it if you haven't already, because it really talks about so many of the strengths of Tugii and. Everything he brings to the table, it's he's one of those defensive tackles. He's not overly big. Uh, he's not overly athletic. But the thing is, his strength and his instincts and his size combined with his quickness and his speed and just enough athleticism. He's just great all the way across the board. I just, I, I gush. Uh, I or I blush at the highlights of Tommy Tugiai thinking about the kind of disruptive force he can be at Ohio State at the next level. I mean, think about this. This spring, he already got his black stripe removed from Urban Meyer, which is something that only Austin Mack had done previously under Urban, um, you know, as far as an early enrollee getting this black stripe removed in spring practice. That just doesn't happen very often under Urban and his staff, so Tugiai has already made an impact in Columbus and I really think he's going to be a big part of a defensive line that is going to be very deep and very talented. You heard Bill Bender last week. You know, think about it. You know, Bill Bender said he thinks Nick Bosa is going to be a top five pick and, and obviously that's something that not just Bill was saying. I mean, a lot of people are saying that. There's a lot of people out there that think Nick Bosa could be the number one player taken in this 2019 NFL draft coming up. Uh, The scary thing is you heard Bill though say that not only does he think Nick could be a top five pick, but then the following year in the 2020 draft, you could very well see Chase Young be taken in the top five of the NFL draft. I've talked so much about Chase Young and his potential to, to maybe look like a Jadavion Clowney type when all is said and done. He's he's kind of built like that. He's not as tall, but he has that kind of uh, freak athleticism. And, and I don't know that you know Chase is going to be as good of a player as Clowney was in uh, his days at South Carolina, but I do think that Chase Young and Nick Bosa are going to be the best bookends in the country this year. And when you add in a defensive line that already has Draymond Jones and Robert Landers inside. And then, you know, you you take the number one rated Juco tackle in the country, Antoine Jackson. You add in Tommy Tugiai and you add in Taryn Vincent, uh, Haskell Garrett. Uh, there's just the names go on and on and on. And I think that the defensive tackle position is going to be very deep Ohio State and the, the the entire defensive line is going to be very disruptive. We've talked about the lack of depth on the ends, and that could be a problem for the Buckeyes. If if, uh, if Young or Bosa go down to injury, that's certainly something to consider. But you look at Tugiye, and he's Michigan's problem now. And while Ohio State is building this perfect beast up front of a defensive line, at least on paper, you've got uh you know Clark Griswold and his his Griswold clan up there in Ann Arbor planning their next European vacation and and that's the thing with Michigan right now is Jim Harbaugh is winning the off season but the Griswold family taking all these vacations is not bettering the program and and I'm not criticizing these vacations to Europe uh Paris they were at you know here, here this past month and then next year they're going to South Africa Look, I think this is a great experience for student athletes. I'm I'm using air quotes when I say student athletes because you know how the NCAA loves that student athlete buzzword, that phrase. It it just gets them all, you know, tickly, uh, giggly inside, and and they love hearing it. But the athletes for Michigan, it's a great experience. I don't have a problem. There's nothing wrong with Michigan taking all these trips, but it's just funny because you see all these headlines, and while. Well, the media is talking about where Jim Harbaugh is going next. You know, They're, they're talking about his milk commercials. They're talking about his uh, really crazy stories. Uh, he's a very eccentric guy. He's weird to listen to. But when you just take a step back and look at everything that they do, all the attention they're getting, they're getting it all for the wrong reasons, okay? They're not getting it for what they've done on the field for the most part. They had a great defense this past year. You got to give them credit. They're going to be really good next year because they basically got their entire defense back. They're going to have a lot of experience. They're going to be improved at the quarterback position. For all intents and purposes, this could be Michigan's best team since uh, who knows when. I mean, it could be their best team on paper as far as talent and depth since, you know, maybe 1997. And that's going back 20 years. And Michigan's had some other good teams. Obviously, they had the, the 2006 team was very good. Uh, 2003 was very good. They've had other teams since then that are very good. And I'm not saying that this team will be certainly better than those. But the th- the problem for Michigan is they could very well be improved this year. And we just won't know it from the record because they've got such a s- strong schedule They've got Notre Dame coming up. Uh, Western Michigan is not going to be an easy one. And then the crossover schedule with Michigan and, or with Nebraska and Wisconsin on top of that dreaded Eastern division this year with Ohio State and Michigan State and Penn State. And then an improved Maryland team. And Rutgers will be improved at least to, by their standards. Indiana is going to be competitive and has given Michigan a game the last several years. So there is no question that Michigan has its work cut out for it. it. Even if it is as talented as I think it'll be, uh, Tommy Tugiai and Draymond Jones and Antoine Jackson and Taryn Vincent and Nick Bosa, Chase Young, uh, these guys are very much Michigan's problems. We've t- we've talked about the defensive line so much. We've talked about the secondary a lot. You know, Kendall Sheffield and, you know, Damon Arnett and, and the guys coming back. You know, back there, uh, it's going to be a very good Ohio State defense. It, the question will really come down to the linebacker play, and and that's going to determine how good this defense is. And then on the other side of the football, uh, you've got a quarterback that, back there that's going to sling the ball around. He's going to throw for a lot of yards. He's going to throw for a lot of touchdowns. Really, it's just going to be a matter of can Dwayne Haskins be efficient? Can he make plays with his feet? And can he read the defenses and be consistent? And I think if he does those things, uh, Houston, we do have a problem. And and that problem uh, for Michigan is in Columbus, Ohio, uh, named the Ohio State Buckeyes. Because this team has all of the pieces to be a really, really good team. Uh, interestingly, the first odds I saw come out uh, for September 1st, the first week of the college football regular season... Uh, Ohio State, the early favorite, 31 points over Oregon State, that seems about right to me. But what was crazy is I saw a line that had Alabama's four and a half touchdown favorite, four four touchdown favorites, 28 points and a half uh, over Louisville in Week One. That seemed crazy, and my instinct is to go bet on that. But the fact that that is seems like it's too good to be true. It seems like it's so obvious. That you'd want to take Louisville there at twenty-eight and a half. Uh, that's probably the reason not to do it. Because if there's one thing we've learned about Vegas, it's that if it's good, if it seems too good to be true, it probably is too good to be true. So I would stay away from that if I were you. Maybe if that line comes down later this summer, you might hammer on it a little bit. But but geez, uh, twenty-eight and a half point favorites, uh, Alabama over Louisville—that's just absolutely nuts. Especially when you consider Ohio State is a 31-point favorite over what I would think would be a lesser Oregon State team. But anyhow, this Ohio State team, not to get sidetracked, but on paper, this is as a deep and talented team as I think Ohio State has had. The 2015 team, I think, at the top, maybe higher-end talent, uh, especially when you look at how awesome the Buckeyes were in that draft with Joey Bosa and Ezekiel Elliott, and, and the names just go on and on and on. Uh, but I think in terms of future talent, not just with the players on the roster right now, they're going to be impact players this year in 2018. But you look down the road in 2019, 2020, 2021, uh, this Ohio State roster is as good as it can be or maybe has ever been. And the jury is still out on that. But Dwayne Haskins, he, we know he's the guy. We know he's he's got the talent in the arm. Can he be a top-five pick? Can Can Nick Bosa follow through and have the season we think he will be, will be and, and be a top-three pick in the NFL draft? Will Chase Young follow up? Uh, Weber and J.K. Dobbins and Master Teague is a future star at running back. You look all the way down through the roster, and Ohio State just is absolutely loaded right now. Uh, Tommy Tugiai, very excited about him to bring this full circle. This Ohio State defensive line is going to be very good. Michigan's problem is not just 2gi It's that entire defensive line. Uh, but certainly the, the prep coaches out there in Idaho are very happy for 2gi to be gone. Uh, again, go to landof10.com and read this story by, by Ryan Ginn. If you haven't done so already, it will definitely get you excited. Uh, I know I'm very excited. Uh, hit me up on Twitter at KYLand, the number eight. Tell me what you think about 2GI and the defensive line. Are you, are you as excited as... As I am to watch this group, because I think, um, with all due respect to Clemson, and we've talked about Clemson's defensive line, their their starters are crazy good. Those that front four is all the way back from last year, uh, so they're going to be very very good up front. But Ohio State, where I don't know, it's yet to be seen if Ohio State will be as good. As a starting four up front as Clemson, I do know that that depth, especially inside, could very much go toe-to-toe with the Tigers when you get right down to the thick of the defensive tackle position. So, uh, But anyway, very excited about Tugiai, very excited about the defensive line as a whole. One final note here to wrap up the show for today in the Buckeye News uh, DuJour segment. So we talked a lot about Tommy Tugiai, who was, for all intents and purposes, a a big steal uh, from Washington and from USC. You just don't see a lot of uh, the the guys with the Polynesian descent. You don't see them leave the West Coast very often, and that was a big get for Ohio State. Well, they're trying to land another one, uh, Hawaiian Patui Tuatele, the number one defensive tackle in the country. He's the number two overall player in the 2019 24-7 Sports Composite Rankings. Uh, big surprise here. He named a final five. USC, who everybody thought was the leader here, is actually not in the final five. That's a big shock. Ohio State, of course, is in the final five along with Clemson, Washington, Texas, and Alabama. Uh, now, even though USC is tentatively out of the picture, uh, it, it doesn't necessarily mean it's great news for Ohio State, as Alabama, right now, starting to look like the front runner. Remember, Tuatele is cousins with Alabama quarterback Tua Tagovailoa. So it's still a, a very much an uphill climb uh, for Ohio State to land Tuatele, the top defensive tackle in the country. But at this point, the Buckeyes really look at him as nothing more than a luxury. They don't need a defensive tackle in this class. You heard Ryan Donnelly a couple weeks ago on the show. He said the Buckeyes will... Uh, not necessarily will not necessarily take a defensive tackle in the 2019 class. So we'll see what they do there. But Fatui Tuatele uh, does have a final five. Ohio State is in. USC is not in that final five. Uh, that is going to wrap things up for the Inside the Shoe podcast. Thank you for giving me a listen today. We'll be right back at you tomorrow. And uh, should have Ryan get on the show, and Ryan Donnelly will be here later. We'll talk some recruiting uh, with... We'll talk recruiting uh, with Ryan, and we'll talk high State football with other Ryan. So looking forward to that. Hope you'll join me uh, the rest of the week uh, for the Inside the Shoe podcast. Catch me on Twitter at KYLam, the number 8. You can catch the show Monday through Friday starting at 10 a.m. on LandUp10.com and on the archives, Google Play, iTunes, and SoundCloud. Thanks for giving me a listen, everyone. We'll be back at you tomorrow. Have a great one.